Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome back to Star Fellows, your favorite D&D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I am your Dungeon Master, Rob. And with me, as always, are my friends, Hannah. What up? Amelia. What's up? And Brennan. How you doing? Doing good. Um, last episode, uh, the crew got an update on the state of the world through a, a comedic representation of a news broadcast. Um, a video was released, a ransom video was released to the Jedi Order from the Red Maw, in which Sue stated her demands that the Jedi Order stop kidnapping children and cease the <laughs> practice of abusing minors to fund their uh, magical order. Um, and plans were made tentatively to uh, retake the Power and Lights District. Additionally, things got spicy at a party late at night um, between El and Akala. Um, a kiss was shared. Some secrets What are you talking confessed. about? I have no idea what you mean. Um, <laughs> El also learned that there is a space ghost that is trying to take his bones um and and uh, the meat too yes yeah <laughs> mostly the whole package trying to i mean l is the total package so i get it <laughs> <laughs> everything except currently a job um whoa, 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 whoa i just got i just got a new job what are you talking about <laughs> that's true that's true you're going on a mission trip soon um <laughs> my room's free <laughs> The Jedi um, Order. So, like, Rumspringer were reversed. You're going to, like, go away from technology. You're going to go uh, away from the precipice it, of technology. I'm a Mormon. Um, Oof. And Rama also chatted up a very drunk Maxi Mule at the bar. Um, almost accidentally took him home, um, but also learned Stop about... Stop with that uh, face, Amelia. There's nothing my romantic. Face. This is just my face. It's just the face you make when your friend is totally not about to take a Jedi night home, you know. Um, I swear to God. In any case, um, I you can't also help the faces uh, my face makes. I'm sorry. You also divulged some of Rama's tragic past, in which your parents were uh, slain by Jedi for smuggling items to a uh, renegade member of the Sith Order. Um, that was years ago, of course. Um, we also learned some information about that. We're going to begin today's episode the next morning after Elle has their dream. Um, there is a briefing meeting called early in the morning before breakfast um, with uh, all three of you, Master Cornelius, 
as well as other members of the Jedi Order who are going to be deployed um, in the coming afternoon in a mission to retake the Power and Lights District. So you're all uh, funneled into a presenting room in the Jedi Order Temple. Um, There's a lot of Jedi uh, knights mostly uh, amongst you, um, all in their robes with their light weapons, kind of conversating. There's general chatter going around. Um, Just like pre- like battle briefing kind of bravado going on between Jedi, different Jedi Knights of like how many droids are you going to kill? Like who's going to be sent where? Um, some stuff like that going on. A very, uh, after a few minutes, everybody kind of takes their seat in this little like presenting hall. Um, up at the front, there is an oval like presenting table that is uh, a holographic table. And behind that table is a very stark looking woman um, with short cropped white hair. Um, she looks to be in her like mid fifties, um, human, and she is wearing a uh, military regalia, not the, uh, clothing of a Jedi. Um, this is, uh, commander trance. Uh, she addresses the room and says, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad that we could be gathered here into one place to discuss operation purple. Operation purple is the method in which we have devised to retake the Power Knights District from these terrorists who want to hold us hostage and use our great ingenuity against us. We will not let this happen, and so we have devised a method of retaking the district this evening. Um, and at that punctuation mark, um, there are a few soldiers in this room that are like military personnel as well, and they start uh, clapping and hooting a little bit. Um, the rest of the Jedi seem more polite than that. Um, she goes on to describe this battle plan. So, as we know, the Power and Lights District is a great circle, with the Argoplex at the center. Directly underneath the Argoplex, we believe, is the base of the incursion. The Red Maw has set themselves up in the tunnels underneath the Argoplex to take control of the Corpus Corsanti. And on the holographic table, it shows you kind of like the underground standard tunnels of uh, the Power and Lights District. And it sinks under the ground level of the central arc projector in the center of the Power and Lights District. And you see a series of tunnels. And deep, deep, deep underground, you see um, a zoom-in picture of a giant kyber crystal, as she mentions, the Corpus Corsanti. Now, there have been several cave-ins since the lightning calamity and the earthquakes that have followed over the past few weeks. This means that some of these tunnels are undoubtedly caved in. We have split all of you into teams of 20. Team 10 will be the team responsible for infiltrating these tunnels and finding the Red Maw and dealing with the threat at the end of the caves. Team 10 would be Akaloresh, L, who is rejoining us for this mission, and uh, as well uh, support from Master Kobe Cornelius from the Investigators, and one Rama Viron working freelance for extra protection. Um, and she singles out um, you four. Um, go ahead and all of you roll me just raw charisma checks. That's a natural 20. <laughs> um, so if it's just raw charisma, that's a 25. I got a 16. Um, that's a 19 plus 3. 22. 
Wow. Okay. All of you rolled amazing on your charisma checks. Um, <laughs> this check was to see how well the room was going to receive the news of L and Rama joining this operation. Everybody missed me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I am going to say that, like... Um, I'm somewhat shocked. <laughs> like, has anyone seen the criminal bounty hunter Mandalorian? We like him now. <laughs> so, Akala people... Um, are obviously pleased about you. People like you generally and know that you're a competent Jedi. And also rum- rumor has spread that you have been promoted to a knight. And so people are, are very uh, high on your prospect as a Jedi. Um, and so are generally pleased about that. As for Rama, uh, Mandalorians are still quite rare in the galaxy. And so there is a lot of like, as you are kind of identified as one of the people going in um, to secure the crystal, People start looking at your you and your armor and notice like the Damascus steel and it looks very impressive. Um and are just kind of uh just like kind of gawking a little bit. Like this room's a little bit more polite than just being like, oh look at that, it's a Mandalorian. But you do notice there's a lot of like eyes looking at you, and nobody seems like upset that you're joining as well. Um and as for L, um there is kind of a quiet hush as she like says your name and then like quickly moves on. Um, but, uh, I'm going to say that like with your high charisma and the stance of the Jedi order currently people, it's kind of like the vibe at the Jedi order for you, like the past, like 12 hours has been like when the like cool, like college aged cousin who like is rebellious comes to visit and you're kind of like, Oh my gosh, I know that they're like illegally drinking. Isn't that insane? Um, and it's kind <laughs> of like, kind of a legend is the thing. You're, you're kind, kind of, of like the one that got away, but like didn't turn to the dark side. So people like you have <laughs> the appeal of like an, I, like a, a former Jedi and like a colleague, but also the like, allure of somebody that has been like i'm so sexy I'm and mysterious is what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs> i will take the brooding edgy characters and make them hot and confident that's the that's the goal we don't want any edge lords who sit in corners we want rule breakers who show up in the spotlight which is funny because L is not paying attention to any of that at all. He's just like, well, That's I'm here. That's what makes it hot and cool <laughs> is that you don't yeah. care. Um, I could never. Teams one through nine will be assigned to infiltrate the ring from the outside. Uh, Maxi steps up next to uh, Commander uh, Trance. Um, I will be managing the... Uh, the logistics of the operation from here, but teams one through nine will make their way from the outer ring, clearing zone by zone of any enemies or lingering civilians. In order to secure and uh, contain the purple smoke, we will set up roadblocks and barriers every mile towards the center of the city in order to secure um, and prevent any of the smoke from spreading outside of the district. As well, uh, we need to make sure that uh, we are supporting Team 10 as they make their way through the Argoplex. And once we arrive in the center, we will need to set up a forward operating base to protect them while they go underneath the ground. Um, Some more logistical information is presented to you during this meeting. Um, The latter teams, um, teams 11 through 20, are going to be um, like basically playing support and going to be deployed across the region from the air 
as necessary. Um, as well, you learn. You guys also learn that the main way that you're going to enter the Argoplex is from the air. So while these other teams are starting at the very edge and working their way in on the ground, you're mostly just going to be dropped um, about a quarter of the way towards the center of the district and are going to have to then like work your way through um, to the center to reclaim it. Um, so that is the plan. Um, do you guys have any questions about the plan before leaving this meeting? This is very mocking J part two of you. <laughs> I haven't, for me, I guess. I haven't <laughs> no, but, <laughs> seen that movie. I hope that's okay. Never mind. It's for the viewers. Is that a good thing? It's <laughs> like it's like oh, you're on the outside and you have to make your way through the booby trapped outside to get into the middle. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah, I see. <clears throat> Can I can I flag down Maxi real quick? Um, sure. Yeah. As as kind of like individual groups are being briefed now, uh, you're you're able to get Maxi's attention. Yes. Uh, Roma. Hi. What can I? What's up? I just want to say, uh, don't die, uh, and may the force surround you and penetrate you. Um, Maxi turns bright red and says, thank you, Rama. Um, I need to get back to work. Be safe. May the force be with you. And he, uh, starts walking away. Alright, I'm gonna rejoin the group. Sorry, guys. Had to, uh, talk battle strategy and guns and shit with Maxi. Can I see if I heard that convo? Yeah, I want to see if you heard it too. <laughs> can I roll perception? Uh, yeah, you can. You can both roll perception. Well, then let, can I roll something to prevent that? Can I roll sleight of hand? No, no you've you already, already said it. You said already you said it. out loud that you hope the force will penetrate Maxi. That's fact. <laughs> that's canon. Okay. That's eleven. I got sixteen. <laughs> so you both heard that conversation. Yeah. I want to say. It's that's in Star Wars though. Whenever Obi Wan's describing the Force, he says it's what gives us gives the Jedi's power. It's an energy field that creates all of the things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. I was running out of variations on butchering where the Force be with you. <laughs> uh huh. You're. You want me to believe that, Brennan? You want me to believe that? Literally, it's in the movie. It's, it says it mm -hmm. surrounds us Has and Rama penetrates the movie? us. It binds the There's galaxy together. There's a lot together. of stuff in the movie. Are you serious? Like it's like the description of the Force. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's it. That's, I'm gonna, I'll send the YouTube link later. That's in the I movie. don't need... I'm not saying it's not in the movie. I'm just saying it's really interesting that that was particularly the quote you picked to tell to Maxi specifically. I googled was... the description of the Force, and that's Moving what... Moving on, is there anything that you guys want to do after this meeting or while you're still here? Um, is there anybody you want to talk to? Is there any equipment you want to try to procure? That's something that you guys could do as well. Um, oh, shit, yes. Um, can I uh, uh, go buy... I don't know if the Jedi Armory has uh, restocks on um, remotely generated... Oh, remotely generated... Remote detonated mines, <laughs> do they? Um, I'm going to say that each team um, has 
Let's say that, that you all have uh, 500 credits worth of like budget for your team. So I'll let you purchase from the Jedi Armory 500 credits worth of objects for this mission. So it's like Fire Emblem. Hmm. Um, can we buy like stim or med packs or whatever? Like yes. <laughs> so ask ask me what you want to buy, and as long as it's something I think that the Jedi Order would have, I'll let you buy it. Yeah, I mean, just like whatever, whatever the equivalent of a health potion is, or maybe even a greater potion of healing. Um, for just to buy, just to have a few. Also, I'm gonna make sure that I have my mantle with me. Also, are we uh fully full rested? Long rested? Yes, everybody should be long rested. Everybody's thing should be full. Okay, so we're we're just going to, uh, yeah, we're going to scale this up. I'm going to say that your budget for this mission is 1,500 credits. That seems like a good mission budget. That'll get you enough to buy some grenades, some healing, and I guess some miscellaneous stuff if you need it. So what did you want to buy? I'd like... Two mines, please, for 400 credits, and that should all I, should be all I need. Okay. Yeah, two mines for 400. Yeah, okay. So you've got 1,100 left. Is that 15 for, 1,500 for us total, or yeah, all of us your, each have? for your whole team. Okay. Um, maybe buy one health potion for each of us? All right. Um, yes. So you can buy one health pack for each of you. Um, and was that a regular health potion? Another two d four plus two, or was it forty four plus four? Because it's so expensive, I'm going to say it's forty four plus four. Okay. Okay. So are we done making our our gear selections for now? Uh, let's just throw in another med pack. Okay. All right. So you guys got four med packs then, and that's good. Those are going to do four d four of healing. Um, uh, I will hold on to my um, extra ones because what was that? That's gonna be a hundred of my own credits. Uh, because we had two hundred left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So hundred of your own credits. Um, I'll hold on to that because I tend to be the one who doesn't go down. Yeah. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> I feel like I definitely used my second stim pack at some point, but I still have it on here, so I don't know if I still have it or not. Okay, I'm satisfied. Alrighty, um, so uh, you guys get your ordinance um, from the Jedi uh, stock rooms and like uh, armory, and eventually you guys are directed uh, with Kobe Cornelius to a pickup zone um, in the Jedi hangar um, where a uh, carrier ship, a like yeah, three winged. Um, yeah, personnel carrier ship takes you and you guys start flying in a formation with other ships towards the Power and Lights District. As you guys clear the Jedi Temple grounds and lift off, you see that the smoke is still roiling in a, uh, essentially a dark purple thunderstorm over this massive circle city um, of the Power and Lights District with just the towers of the arc projectors all around the circle and one in the middle flashing with lightning and interconnecting. So there is like a weave, a weave of lightning um, and smoke happening um, over the Power and Lights District. Um, you see as well up, up above you in the atmosphere the hive um, and the other ships in the 
Galact or in the uh, Galactic Republic's arsenal, um, like blockaded up by the moons um, in the sky as well, with no apparent movement there either. As you guys approach the Power and Lights District, Jedi start uh, dropping from their support vehicles on the outer rims, and you guys are hovering over this for a, I would say, a half an hour as the Jedi start the assault before you guys are dropped in at a safe location. Um, basically, what you see is uh, squads of three or four Jedi dropping all around the Power and Lights District in a ring and starting to move up streets on foot to like encounter different enemies so you start seeing lightsabers activate and you hear them buzz and hum through the roiling smoke um, but visibility is very low um, however as the hour turns on um, and you guys watch the jedi in the smoke i'm going to need uh perception checks from all of you 14 14 a 24 for me. Four? That's a six per usual. So, Akala, what you spot over about a half an hour is as the Jedi start making their way from the outer rim of the Power and Lights District into the smoke, the smoke starts to kind of gradually dissipate behind the Jedi that are able to, like, make contact with things through the smoke and move past them. So it appears that like part of beating back the smoke is dealing with the things within the smoke. Um, now, uh, Monkey is with you, um, both in spirit, but also there physically. Um, his stealth drive is active. Um, remember that you are able to use him for uh, technology checks of various kinds at, should you run into that sort of thing. Um, and you also have Kobe Cornelius. Kobe um, is in his uh, full, like, investigator anonymous uh, gear with his uh, white face mask, um, his full kind of, like, golden tan hood, um, and his double-bladed uh, blue lightsaber as well. Um, so he's in the full nine yards. Uh, you also know that there will be other Jedi around you supporting you um through the smoke so hopefully you guys will be able to make it to the argoplex without too much trouble um any last minute questions before you guys drop into the smoke we don't have any protection against the smoke just like just going in i don't need it um <laughs> I mean, some Jedi's, some Jedi do have have face protection. Um, that's kind of, I guess, up to you guys. Would you have chosen to like wear? I mean, Rama's got his helmet. Um, do you guys want to mask up? If Just yeah, if a, I could get some sort of face mask, though, not not like a full, but like you know, like a face mask. Sure. See if I what, can like, yeah. in case I have to roll against it or something. All right. Um, what what does it what does it look like? I don't know. Probably just like tying a piece of fabric around like just blow my eyes over my no. nose and mouth i'm imagining like kakashi from naruto's like very tight like ninja yeah. face mask sure yeah um i just uh, made myself a little like wisdom check and i got a four so unless someone uh gives me something i'm just gonna be fine <laughs> i um i figured if i were like my helmet i would notice it right you know, filtering yeah. out the filtering out the, the smoke. So, um, 
I I don't think I have a respirator, although they were only 100 credits at the Jedi store. Damn it. <laughs> yours, your, so remember, one of the first things, uh, when you've got your suit modified by Rosie, um, she adapted it so that it was now available to be uh, pressurized and, and like airtight to like withstand the upper atmosphere mm. of the planet. So like it actually, if you are helmet on, it is tight. So good, you good. you do have a respirator in inside your helmet. Awesome. It's just, we already fought these guys in the purple smoke, and I was fine. We had red smoke, and I was fine. So like, I'm just gonna continue to be fine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hambo mode. Fair enough. Uh, um, Ella, you uh, do you want like a bandana or some? You you think I need one? I feel like a bandana is not gonna do much. I mean, that's true, but, you know, I, I don't know. Just in case. Maybe I have a spare. Maybe around here has something. Oh, I was I was actually going to say, um, I have a, a spare investigator's mask. Um, it, it's a bit unorthodox, but you might like it. Yeah, all right. Um, he, uh, like, reaches into his coat. And so, like, his mask is, like, a white wooden... Uh, mask with like very narrow eyes um on the inside it's very sophisticated like has uh like other technology but has like narrow like slits for eyes and then one slit as a mouth and then it has like black swirling demarcations across it um yeah he hands you one that is like a japanese style like oni kabuki mask it is like (laughs) a red snarling demon's face with like horns and um like a snarl in the mouth um and he says they wouldn't let me wear this one that I designed because it apparently was too aggressive for the Jedi Order. So I've always just kind of kept it, but um, you know, it'll protect you from getting wormed. Cornelius, this is fucking sick. I put it on. <coughs> Weep. <coughs> you look incredible. I know. Um, <laughs> and you've got your jacket on too, and you both have your double lightsabers, like. <laughs> Um, well uh, he like touches his ear for a second Um, oh also he hands you guys um, earpieces as well um, that are all connected to the same channel as him so you guys should be able to communicate from long distance Um, and he says uh, teams one through nine have made adequate progress to the smoke and they think that they can now adequately support us um, if we drop Um, we're about uh 10 miles from the center of the power and lights district and we're just gonna try to make our way uh quickly and quietly through the smoke and once we reach the center of the city we'll coordinate from there to set up a a base of operations before we go underground i'm going to take the lead um i want us to move in a tight formation so that we can cover each other because it's going to be low visibility in the smoke Great. Um, Akala, if you could be on my left with the shield, that would be great. Um, and uh, LD, think you would be good to take up the rear? Yeah, I got it. Cool. Then Rama, you'll be on my right. You got it. All right. Um, and M0, I guess, you can just do your thing. Um, and he goes invisible. Um, and you just hear a, and you hear him climbing somewhere in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, cool. 
So, uh, the three-winged transporter ship starts lowering towards the ground. You are hovering about 30 feet above uh, street level, and uh, the side doors open, and you guys are greeted with several ropes um, that you can use to slide your way down. Um, why doesn't everybody go ahead and make me uh, a <laughs> uh, dexterity saving throw? Oh, hell yeah, I'm so good at those. Me too, that's a six. Uh, that's a 14. <laughs> um, so really quick, the uh, the heads up, I can uh, use my reaction to uh, see a friendly creature um, when they make a saving throw and expend my reaction to expend a superior die to add it to that saving throw. Um, you can use the maneuver before or after making a saving throw, but before the effects are determined. So I have to guess if, Rama, if, if Rob put the DC at 14... <laughs> <laughs> lower um or uh, 10 wait or what so what did l roll l rolled a six. Oh, i thought he yeah i thought you were gonna use it for yourself oh no i was gonna use my jetpack <laughs> oh Just um jump. so a six uh and what di- like you how much dice would you what was the what's the maximum roll you could get if you did this? uh currently eight i think i rolled d sixes for my superiority oh. die so the highest it could get is a 12 yes um, I mean, I would not waste your superiority <laughs> dice on yeah, that. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> As someone who's going to take whatever damage, I would not do such a thing. All right, I was most I was thinking more for for hand if it was like a fifteen, but I guess that'd be kind of high for jumping out. Hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rama moves to say, uh, "Heads up!" Whenever you're performing this maneuver on the battlefield. Oh shit! And then uh, just jumps out and uses the jetpack to land. <laughs> Um, great, yeah, so you just fly out, um, M-Zero, uh, jumps on your jetpack at the last moment and rides with you, L, you, uh, roll your ankle when you hit the ground off the rope, uh, um, and trip, uh, and you take one D4 of damage. Do I roll that? Yeah. Two. How graceful am I, Rob, when I slide down the rope? What'd you roll? Uh, 14. 14? Um, you look like you've done this before, but you're not, like, super comfy with it. And, like, you do kind of, like, drift side by side when you come down the rope, but you don't take damage or anything. You just land with kind of, like, a firm thought on your feet. Um, Cornelius, like, swings down it, like, one-handed, kind of very casually. Um, very, like, That's legless. Getting off of an elephant-type vibe of just, like, <laughs> kind of swinging fast and loose. Um, yeah, and you guys make it down. So you guys land, and smoke puffs up from your feet um, as you land, and you really can see like very little. I would say that like the most that you guys can see in any direction and just base vision is about like a hundred feet before the smoke gets too dense to see anything further. So you guys can start moving in any direction you want. Um, you do hear the distant sounds of blaster fire and lightsabers like deflecting, kind of not all around you, but like you can hear it coming from both the left and the right of you, um, like some distance away in the smoke. Um, but where you're at right now is pretty quiet. You're in, from what you can see, like a small little fountain square. So you guys actually dropped right next to like a kind of like classical Greek looking fountain and kind of this like brick uh, neighborhood, like this like real brick street, low building type neighborhood. And you like 
recognize some bread shops, um, some like, you know, regular spots. Um, but there is a road leading north now to the center of the Power and Lights District that you can start going down if you'd like. There's other stuff around. So would you guys like to just carry forward on and follow Cornelius or would you like to stop and investigate anything? I'm I'm leaning toward carrying forward. At least yeah. I would plan to. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same here. As we're moving, um, do I see... Because I know they were investigating people, but I also know some people were like... So, you know, weren't able to be investigated before they got all wormed Um Looking around, do I see like corpses or like zombies? Um, so uh, as you guys like head forward and follow Cornelius heading north, um, he's going to activate his lightsaber as he leads the way. Um, and you see like this big blue double lightsaber. What I'd like you to do... Um, so, Ellie, you're going to be in the back of the formation. So I'm going to say that you guys start walking forward. And you guys start walking about 50 feet forward down this road, this brick road. I'm going to say you turn back around to try to like see if we miss any corpses or anything. I'm going to need you to roll me um, a perception check through the fog. Um, this couldn't couldn't be investigation, could it? It could be investigation. I'll say it could be investigation. Yay. And it's a natural one. That's a five. It's fine. I didn't want to see anything anyway. It's cool. Natural but. one. Okay. Um, then I would like you to roll for me. Oh, God. Oh, no. Elle's going to trip. I would like you to roll for me a D4. Three. Three. Okay. Um you rolled a natural one on perception so as you look back through the fog and you look in the fountain where you well, just were, were i rolled a natural one on investigation if that was perception that would be a zero. Oh yeah right investigation <laughs> so you rolled i mean dog shit regardless don't get me wrong you're not oh for anything. sure um as you take like more and more steps and like look over your shoulder behind you you do notice like little splats of blood on certain parts of the street you don't quite see corpses yet, um, but you do hear like car alarms and you do like hear some footsteps around like distantly, but it's unclear like where any of them are coming from or how close they are. Um, and as you keep walking and like you look back one last time at the fountain and as the smoke is becoming too dense to see beyond you think that you see like the gleam of a visor behind you Mm. um i'm gonna like mention that i think i saw something but keep but i i say we should keep we should keep moving what did you see saw something like what i don't know it looked like 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 a gleam on, on like a visor or something maybe I'm not quite sure but I think we should just keep moving forward visor could mean a soldier I'm gonna turn around and uh, train my blasters on it walk backwards yeah can I roll perception uh, see if I can see it sure we all fail and start attacking smoke that is a 23 <laughs> um you don't see anything I was hallucinating. <laughs> I can't be hallucinating. I have a cool mask that's filtering shit. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. 
It looks so cool, though. It scares the, the dark vibes away. Akala, what is your... What's your passive perception? 16, I think. Possibly one point higher. 17. Okay. Um, you didn't see anything through the smoke. But seconds before it happens, you do see a laser shot just barely misses where you're standing and goes right by you. And then you hear footsteps like running away from you through into the mist. Okay. Can I turn on soul to see if that helps visibility at all? Uh yes, you may. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um Also go ahead and everybody roll me initiative for the initiative order because it's going to matter. So Oh my god. Okay, I had one nat 20, and then everything oh. else is just shit. That's another six. I rolled a nat one, but that's a four total. plus five. That's a 22. Fuck. Yay for dex. <laughs> I don't need dex. Honestly, have if, I charisma. Gonna roll, if I was going to roll nat one on anything, I'd rather go. So you got a one. Elle, you got a six? Mm-hmm. Well, I got a four, technically, with my dex, so. Oh, you got a four. Oh, okay. And yeah. Elle uh, uh, got a six? Mm-hmm. And Rama, what'd you get? Twenty-two. Wow. Alrighty. Um So yeah, so you don't see anybody through the mist, but you did see the the bolt, the red laser coming at you. We're able to duck out of the out of the way just in the nick of time. Um there is an enemy out there in the mist that has noticed you. Um what would you guys like to do? Well, I can't go first, right? I'm last in the initiative order, even though I have something I want to do. I don't yeah, think like, there's what? anything I have that could help me find it unless I just start, I guess. Ugh. You don't have cool binoculars in your, uh, your Mandalorian <laughs> visor? You can't, can't computer-enhance with your visor. <laughs> Is there anything I, I would have, Rob, that Rosie put in? I doubt do you it. Have, do you have thermal vision in your helmet? Thermal vision? Uh... I feel like we asked this the last time we were in the Purple Mist in the club. and I, I think don't we remember had, what the answer was. We had, like, I don't either, but... So night vision wouldn't work because it's the it's smoke, but heat would. So, so I that's think thermal the... vision or infrared would make sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so can I turn on thermal vision and see what I see? Do you have thermal vision? It's not. It's not, like explicitly stated but there's not like a mandalorian helmet mark ii item in this in the php so that's up to your discretion i think that you have thermal vision that's fine sick all right Ding. i'm gonna use my bonus action to activate my shan form to add a bonus to my ac for one attack okay so rama what would you so you activate thermal vision so i'll let you roll for perception now um See what you find. All right. That's a seven minus one. That's a six. Golly. <laughs> oh. You don't see anything. Um, okay. It's going to be a Trandoshan or something that's like cold-blooded. Right on. Okay. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Well, that couldn't have gone any differently. Um, 
Alright, so you're not able to see anybody, and then all of a sudden, two more blaster bolts come from uh, different rooftop, rooftops. One to your guys' left, looking back towards the way you just came, one towards the right. Um, Rama, one of them misses you completely, and the other one crits. Okay. So, that oh. is going, yeah, that is going to be, wow, he rolled really low on damage still. Um, that's going to be six damage against you. Ow. Ow! Um, You're on the rooftops. Um, Cornelius, like, looks at them and says, I can see them, and then, like, uses a force ability to clear some smoke in that direction. Basically just force pushes some smoke. Um, like, and you see, like, two big, long tunnels of smoke clear towards di two different rooftops, and you're able to see two hive drones, um, that have been stalking you. And now it is L's turn. Okay, how far away are they? Gonna say 90 feet. Okay, I'm gonna move... How big are they? Uh, the hive drones, they're yeah. uh, like humanoid size. They're like medium? Yeah, medium humanoid. Okay, I'm gonna move 30 feet, um, and then I'll be 60 feet away. Um, and they're on roofs? Yeah, but they're like one story houses. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still going to use force push pull uh, I need it to make a strength saving throw. Uh, 12? That fails. So I can move a medium creature or object up to 10 feet. And I am going to pull them off the roof so they fall and hit the ground. <laughs> is there any way I can, is there anything within 10 feet of this roof that I can hit them against before they hit the ground? Uh, I'm just gonna roll like a lethality check on like the surroundings. Sure. So like, like a nice billboard. Like would be ideal. Higher is gonna mean like thing like more lethal things for them to land on. Lower is less. Rule to four. So I'm gonna say like no. Like just like kind of brick street. So it's just gonna be the normal like falling damage calculation. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm still going to pull them ten feet closer to me uh, off the off the roof, and then I'll still just use my bonus action to keep up the she form. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, let me just look up how to calculate falling damage. Um, falling damage is typically 1d4 per 10 feet. Okay. If we're using regular D&D &D rules. I assume it's the same. It might not be, but... Um, yes, I think we're going to do that. Um, yeah, like a d6 for every 10 feet. Um, that makes sense. What's the gravity equivalent on Coruscant? <laughs> I'm going to say it's Earth gravity. <laughs> Um, so, wow. Uh, so that's gonna be seven damage. So he, like, fully lands on some garden equipment, um, and, like, it gets poked a little bit. Um, yeah, so you, you pull him 30, or how many feet towards you, towards you was it? 20, I think? 20, or, yeah. Or did I say 10? Uh, 10. 10 feet? So you pull him 10 yeah. feet towards you, and he falls 30 feet off his house, um, hits the ground hard, takes some damage, um... And that's the end of your turn, I imagine. Um, but he's yep. now on the ground. Akala, what would you like to do? So just one of them's on the ground, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, wait, 13 damage? Oh, <laughs> LOL, this guy's dead. Um, he fully <laughs> got impaled and killed himself. Um, uh, Amazing. Yeah, so he, you, you pull him off the roof and he breaks his fucking neck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, sucks to suck.
Hello everyone, I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's. It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Um, Akko, what would you like to do? Okay, so um, there's still one up on the roof. The other yep. guy. Okay, I'm going to use my movement to move 30 feet. I'm going to use my bonus action of phase walk to go another 30 feet. Um, maybe blip to uh, somewhere higher if I can. Um, and then do face throw at him 
because it has a range of 30 feet. So nice. So you you are able to to jump yourself to a slightly higher roof that's like 10 feet above the roof that he's on on like a slightly bigger house. Well, since you're going vertically, uh, go ahead and roll me an athletics check to make sure that you're able to actually get up there. Uh, that's a four, uh, 15. 15? 15 passes. Um, so you're able to get up there and you throw your shield. Um, I got to roll a hit. Yeah, roll the hit. Uh, that's 12? Uh, uh, 12 does not hit. That's okay. I got an extra attack. Let's do it again. That's a 22. 22 does hit. Yeah. And then what is my damage for this? Not that much. Four damage. Uh, yeah, so you hit him, um, and he staggers, um, and, uh, yeah, you burn off part of his, like, uh, black and yellow painted armor. That will go back up to Rama's turn. All right, um, I'd like to just, uh, shoot. I don't think I'm going to forego my reaction, just because this seems like a good situation to have a reaction handy, so I'm just going to shoot the standard twice, um, save the reaction, and also get to use my proficiency bonuses uh, right. which is nice so um here we go first shot at the robot is a 22 uh that hits second shot is a 27 that also Ooh. hits making up for the last two 18 yeah you kill him you shoot him <laughs> twice <laughs> shoot right through his chest plate armor um and this man falls limply down uh the roof and knocks some shingles off and, and thuds loudly against uh the brick streets Bastard trying to shoot me while I wasn't looking. We need to keep our eyes peeled, it seems. There's more than just the possessed walking around. Cornelius goes over to the, like, one of the, the, the drone that you pulled off the roof and whose neck you broke, and he turns on his lightsaber and just, like, poof, like, puts it into his chest once and then, like, starts looking at some of his gear and says, um, if they're from the hive, I wonder how they managed to get on planet without us noticing. Yeah, they're probably already here. Hmm. So this cooperation has been planned way in advance. Looks like. Oh, brother. Um. All right, we should keep moving. Yeah, uh, I just follow him wordlessly. Yeah, I'm gonna step down from my from my <laughs> ledge that I've teleported on top of. <laughs> Great. Um, you guys keep moving through the mist, um, and the lightning crackles, uh, and more and more things, um, you know, you start seeing more and more signs of the local apocalypse. Um, you see broken windows, um, you see crashed speeders, uh, you do come across a fair few corpses of people that have been trampled mostly, um, in the, like, max ex- mass exodus from this place um as things started getting worse and worse with the smoke and uh you come to um another like crossroads in the street that is more of just like a busy intersection or what used to be and you see like a lot of cars that have kind of piled up in this intersection but you also see uh like a dead drone soldier as well um in the street and you see like a couple of like orbital drop pods um like basically cylindrical tubes that are just big enough for like a soldier to fit in and be like dropped from space onto the planet um and that 
it strikes you as strange because like Cornelius just said, we're not sure like when they actually got to the planet. So it looks like some shenanigannery has gone on. Hmm. Let's see. What was that last word, Rob? If I... Shenanigannery. Uh, if we go and just look briefly at these pods, can I try and see how long these pods have been here, it looks like? Uh, sure. Investigacion? Investigacion. I can't roll like shit. Or I can't roll for shit. I keep rolling like shit. That's a seven. A seven? Wow, these sure are space pods. Um, can we have Funky do a space check? Or a, not a space check, a tech check? Sure. Um, you see he uh, decloaks and like hops over to the pods and like rips open one of the doors and like climbs into it and you start seeing like mess with wires and stuff. Um, he plugs himself into a space and he's going to make it just a technology check. Uh, he looks at you through the pod and just goes and shrugs and then deplugs and uh, comes back out. Um, what I will say though is that you can see the pods seem to be still warm and that indicates some sort of recency. But as to like how they got here secretly, tough to say. Cool. <clears throat> um yes. So uh I would like Rama to roll for me a D eight. Got it. Every single time you say someone roll, I'm just waiting for you to say wisdom saving throw and then some shit goes down. <laughs> That's a f- yeah. five. A five. Um Oh, okay. So through the smoke, uh, you're in this intersection. You're in between these cars. You guys are basically on one side of like a seven or eight car pileup, and the other side of the street is over them. So as you guys start climbing the cars um, to get over to the next side of the street, um, you guys start hearing the sound of like flesh being eaten, like the sound of like jaws champing through flesh um i would like uh you guys well, one one or all of you to roll me uh a perception check that's a zero that's, that's a zero. 17 and a one. that's a 19 um <laughs> rama and aqua Twenty bag. These guys. <laughs> you recognize um, through the smoke. You guys both get the faint shape of what appears to be a Nexu feeding a corpse. <laughs> He's back. Yes. Um, you uh, start thinking about where you are, and um, it occurs to you, L, that you guys are close to where the uh, power and lights zoo used to be before. Oh, oh my god. Wow. <laughs> really? That's yes. why I got a zero. I didn't see the next zoo, but I just see like, suicide. you know, like when you go, you, when you know how when you get close to like a, like an attraction, there's like those little street banners that advertise it so you know you're going the right way. I'm like looking at that. I'm like looking in there. <laughs> It's like a picture of an exu on the thing, and I'm like, damn, that's yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, so you you see like the double forked tail and the spines of like a vaguely feline creature, and it's just like, god fucking damn it. Um, 
I'm so happy you rolled. <laughs> that, that's free. That's really fun for me personally, because um, I like this monster. Great. Uh, well, so whose turn did we end last time? Rama? So, uh, okay. Um, so I'm going to just roll for this thing's initiative. Okay. So this thing uh, hears you guys climbing over the cars and turns and uh, snarls at you and uh, is going to sprint uh, 50 feet to close the distance and is going to pounce. Um, so I need... Oh, I need Rama to make me a DC 15 strength saving throw. Strength? Can I, like, dodge it with dex, maybe? Nope. Damn it. Well, this isn't going to go well. Oh, that's an 18. An 18? Oh, so you survive it. Yeah, you make the check. <laughs> um, very good. The fighter um, class gives an extra plus three to saving throws, I guess, so for strength, even though I have zero strength. So thank goodness. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, you survive the pounce. So it, it sprints towards you and tries to jump on you and sink its, like, huge jagged teeth into you. Um, but because you are strong boy, um, you were able to uh, throw him off of you before he could sink your teeth into you. So now he's just um, on this side of the cars uh, between all three of you. It's going to be uh, L's turn. How close is it to us? Uh, I'm gonna it's say, right next to us? Yeah, it's us? like right right on you guys. Okay, in that case, I am... I'm going to use a channel of the force. Okay. I'm going to get advantage. I'm just going to attack it. Ugh. Um, that's a 15 to hit. That hits. Awesome. Um, and then I'm just going to go ahead and roll for my second attack while I'm here. That's another 15. So that is... Uh, that's 10 plus 4. That is 14 energy damage. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I am going to just keep my Sheehan form up. Um, amazing. Uh, then it's going to be Akala. Yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action for force imbuement just to raise my hit and then I'm going to face throw him twice first hit is a 22 uh 22 hits second hit is a 13 uh 13 does not hit frick okay um cool roll damage for one then that is 10 damage alrighty yeah so you are able to throw your saber twice at him um and uh yeah hit him hit him twice into the deep muscles of its like strong shoulders and like arms and front legs um and are able to uh wound it severely um excellent work yeah so uh master cornelius is going to um essentially just like uh touch your shoulder l um and is going to cast guidance um so once before this power ends, um, you can roll an extra d4 and add that number uh, to an ability check of your choice. Cool. Um, does, is that just ability checks, or does it also count for attack rolls? Um, I'm going to say that it can be ability checks or saving throws. Cool. Great. Um, 
so yeah, he just like touches your shoulder and gives you some backup and does that. Um, now it's going to be Rama. All right. Um, so I would like to switch out my blasters to two hand hand cannon. Okay, sick. And um, also expend uh, a uh, whatever it is one turn's worth or six seconds worth of power on my jetpack to shoot thirty feet away. So I'm not like he's not on top of me. <laughs> Great. And I guess just fire as I'm moving. Um, since it's not the akimbo, it's just an extra attack. So I hit. So I shoot twice. Great. Okay. All right, so you lift off and uh, pull out this large uh, <laughs> pistol uh, made marginally smaller by shaving off the barrel and taking off some of the extra metal. Um, uh, does a 14 hit? 14 does hit. All right, and how about a 20? Both of those hit, yeah. Okay, so this is kinetic in case that matters. Um, nice. So that's max damage on one of them. That's 10. So 20, that's 23 damage from two slugs. Um, 23 damage. That just, just desert eagle into this thing. Also, so huge deafening gunshots. Like, <laughs> um, and like the kickback is enormous as you fire this thing. Um, Damn. And you shoot into the, like the flank of it and you see it like, like actually like get knocked over briefly by like the two concussive shots hitting it. Um, but it regains its balance. Um, however, uh, so you were using your jetpack to move out of range, so actually um, it's it's still going to get an attack of opportunity against you. Um, and it is going to try to um, really claw, claw you. Um, so really quick, there's two things to activate with the, the max damage. One, it's the brutal trait. You roll a number of additional weapon damage dice equal to the brutal number. So you roll another weapon damage die. Yes, yeah. although I... I am about positive I don't get to add the extra five decks. No. So that's six so. damage. Okay. So another six damage. Great. Um, okay. Um, so he is going to get an attack of opportunity on you as you're flying away from him. I'm still saying you're going to get the shots off. Um, but it is going to attack you. I've been rolling really bad back here, by the way. <laughs> Just FYI. And that's that trend is continuing. Um yeah, the ten does not hit, so it, it is not not, <laughs> able, not able to stop you um, as you shoot into it. It is now the Nexus turn. Um, it is bleeding. Its brown fur is quickly being stained red as it uh, waddles around. Um, it is going to uh, try to take a deep. Uh, it's actually going to, yeah, 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 going to take a deep bite um, uh, at L next to him sure ooh does a 23 hit maybe yeah it hits um, yeah. so that's going to be so that's going to be 14 that's going to be 18 uh, kinetic damage so it is able to get to you it latches onto uh, your ankle essentially and takes a huge bite out of your leg I don't like that yeah, um, but it's now your turn, so you can retaliate if you'd like. I would like to retaliate. Um, what is it to... Well, I'll just... I'm just going to hit it three times. Okay. <laughs> Always a good move. Um, all of those hit. The lowest was a 15. Nice. Woo! Ugh, 7 plus 4 is 11. That's 12 energy damage. 
Uh, 12 energy damage. Great. So this thing bites your ankle, and in retaliation, uh, you are you are able to finish it. So finish oh, good. it. good. Yeah. Um, it bites my two. ankle. I, like, kick it a little bit, and then I just take my lightsaber, and I do, like, a swirl over the top, and then just slice, slice. <laughs> Slice. Like, actually, I go slice down, slice up, and then up in, like, the backside of its neck, I just jam it down and twist. Nice. Yeah. So with each successive cut, you see this thing lose energy, and the final stab downward, just with it, it completely loses all ability to keep itself upright, and you kill this thing. Your leg is bleeding badly, but, um, you know, could have been worse. I would like to use my med pack. <laughs> go for it. What is that, 44 plus 4? Mm-hmm. Can I reload the hand okay, cannon? Six. Yes, you may. It does not have a very large three, mag size. <laughs> how, how large is the mag size? Uh, eight. Um, the blaster pistols each hold 16. So um, I can use four turns with the hand cannon versus, like, uh, even whatever 32 divided by 3 is uh, on the blaster pistols. <laughs> also, it requires a strength of 11 to wield two-handed. So if I had the strength of 10, I couldn't even hold this thing up with both arms. <laughs> How yeah. fucking big is a handgun? Um, it's really powerful. I mean, you just you just basically shot like anti like tank rounds into a Nexu. I mean, like well not anti tank rounds, but like yeah, heavy heavy armor mm-hmm. rounds. Great. So you guys are still in the street. Um and you hear, uh, you know, basically like down a block to your right, um, you see like the faint glowing interactions of a lightsaber cutting into something else. And then um, you get an all clear signal um, from uh, your radio, just a your right secure, all clear. Um, and you see like other Jedi like in the mist kind of engaging in their own battles along like this street. You're starting to come into like bigger, more industrial buildings now, like more kind of high rises and skyscrapers in the Power and Lights district. Um, and you are uh, getting close to like halfway to the Argoplex. Next up, um, yeah. So, what would you, are you guys going to keep progressing? Yeah, keep yeah. passing. Let's go. Alrighty. Um, keep moving forward. <laughs> um, you move forward and you actually uh, come across the Power and Light District Zoo that the next zoo escaped from. Um, very quickly, like you see that like the fences have been broken down like around the zoo and like a lot of exotic animals have escaped. Um, your like quickest path forward would be walking like through like the immediate center of the zoo because it connects like into kind of the middle of this part of the city. Um, so. Uh, if you basically have a choice to go around the zoo or go through the zoo, uh, Cornelius is going to stop and let you guys make this decision. I would like to go around the zoo. I swear, if I have to kill another one of them motherfuckers, we're going around the zoo is my vote. Yeah, I agree. Sounds good. Um, Monkey looks bummed out. He's Monkey. Monkey, I know you want to see the animals, but we're probably just going to end up murdering them if we come across them, so it's better that they just hang on. (laughs) Did he like that? Did. I don't see. We're not going to murder you, monkey. (laughs) Um. How do you understand. Hey, Elle, how do you understand that thing? 
Isn't isn't it obvious? You just kind of I don't know. You just see what he's saying. What see what? What are you reading subtitles? I I just. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I got every word of that. Yeah. This is bullshit. I should be the only one who knows what he's saying. Cornelius, <laughs> let's get out of here. Um. Yeah. So you guys uh, keep moving on. So you guys make your way around the zoo. Um. And so you're kind of like walking around like the edge of the fence of the zoo. Um. And uh, you guys come across um. Like, so you're walking down, like, the street on the, like, left side of the zoo. Um, and you just, like, come across a spot that has, like, a lot of dead bodies. Um, and it's not immediately clear kind of what's going on. So um, I would like everyone to make me a, what is it, nature check? Is that still a thing? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead and make it's me a nature check. It's under intelligence. Oh, boy. Well, I got a 17. Okay. So uh, after 16. leveling up, I finally got my int to plus zero instead of minus one, but we rolled a four, so. <laughs> um, it's dark and it's in the smoke, so it's difficult to see, but El and Akala, so like there's a bunch of dead bodies on the ground, like in the middle of the street, like to the side of this zoo. And you're able to pick out that there is a bunch of like vines and greenery that are growing like across the street that the bodies seem to be tangled up in. Hmm. I don't like that. You think it's the staff? Does the staff do do vines? The staff grows plants. Oh shit. Let's investigate, I guess. Alright, we're gonna investigate. Um, okay. What do you how do you investigate? Um, I wanna go up to the plants and um I want to sense with the force to see if I feel any powerful vibes. So you go up so how close are you getting to the like the vines and the bodies? Um I'm gonna get up pretty close to the vines and the bodies. I'm going to be careful to not touch the vines. Um I'm gonna kind of look down. If I'm if I'm looking down at the bodies, can I like see how it looks like they died? Like were they strangled by the plants, or like are the plants like growing through them or something? Um, sure, yeah. So you kind of like reach down um, and like hunch over the bodies and the vines, and yeah, it, you can see that like looking at the bodies, like they don't look like they were like bludgeoned to death, but it looks like they were constricted um and like choked by the vines um and as you're leaning over and examining this uh a vine comes out and tries to grab onto your arm as you're kind of looking over um does a 12 hit a 12 does not hit as soon as the vine comes and tries to grab onto my arm i like as a reaction uh my lightsaber isn't like on right now while I was crouching down but I sort of pull it out and as I flip it up it turns on and slices through the vine um what's your what's a hit die for your lightsaber a d8 d8 uh go ahead and just roll a d8 for me two okay uh yeah so uh as you slice the vine you see that the like state normally stationary plants start to all move in unison and crunch and crush the bodies in it and they start like floating like up and like supporting themselves like with 
debris and like just the strength of the vines, and you see that these vines are like awakened. Are they, um, are the vines all like in a sort of mass, or are they coming from like some root system somewhere? It seems like they're growing out from the zoo, but it doesn't seem like they are like connected to a root system like over the asphalt. Got it, okay. Right, so we ended with L's turn, so I'm going to say that Akala, you get first up in the initiative order right now. I don't know if I, am I just cutting vines right now, I guess? Um, that's a little landscaping. Yeah, I'm just going to toss my good old uh, shield through them, <laughs> I guess. Um, do I roll the hit for that? Yeah, you rolled a hit. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to use my bonus action for force imbuement to raise my hit. Um, that's a 14? Uh, 14 hits, yeah. Okay, and I'll roll a second time as well. Um, that is a 13. 13 hit? Thir- uh, 13 does hit. Great. Great. Um, so that is... Ooh, that's max damage for the first one. So that is... Tw- uh... Hold on. 16 plus, uh, sorry, math. I have to add like three different things. Um, nine. What, was, what did I say? 16 plus nine? 25 damage? 25 damage. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, really good. Of course, I, I, I get max damage on the fucking vines that probably have one HP. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, you slice into these vines, and, like, the vines that you slice, like, recoil, um, but then, like, it seems to, like, gain momentum, and, like, it's starting to move faster, um, and, like, it seems, like, agitated, and it starts growing more and more wild. Um, Cornelius behind you says, it appears that, uh, there's been some unintended consequences to a major force object being activated. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, and he's going to take, uh, his lightsaber attacks as well. He's going to uh, turn on his blue double-sided lightsaber, roll a natural one to hit for the first one, and rolled uh, 12 on the second one. That's, uh, well, wait, okay, so he meets it. Meets it, beats it. Um, um, He manages to do four more damage to these vines as well and jumps in the fray. Um, It is now gonna be Rama's turn. All right, um, I am going to just start firing at the at the vines um is there any particular designation or do you need more specific or you know, just start shooting at pines it's just a bunch of fucking vines my okay friend. sick <laughs> so i'm gonna fire twice with the hand cannon um this is a 12 hit 12 does hit oh my goodness wasn't expecting that and the other one is a 25 does hit as well right and I got uh, full damage on one of them, so so 10 plus 4 plus the 5 on that is 24, plus the extra d10 is a 1. <laughs> 25! Thanks, Brutal. Um, and wow. then can I use my, uh, uh, my bonus action to use World on Fire and see if I can burn it, because hopefully that affects a plant really well uh yeah yeah that's actually a great idea so one of those was a uh one of those was a incendiary (laughs) slug it's a slug covered in phosphorescent powder um when you hit with a uh, weapon attack roll one superiority die so i'm gonna check off the first of those nice that's (laughs) damn it that is one (laughs) one fire damage hopefully Uh, 
doubled it, to two because it is vulnerable to fire, so you do two extra damage there. Um, um, it So it does, uh, it remains on fire until my next turn, um, which really only matters in terms of lighting, so there's five foot radius of light around all the vines or whichever one's on fire, and yeah. um, so they can't be vines, invisible. <laughs> these vines catch on fire and like cast this really macabre shadow of like corpses and like broken asphalt and these weird vines like dancing across um yeah this like once very crowded street um and uh now it is gonna be the vine's turn so uh akala a vine comes shooting out towards you and let's see if it hits uh an 18 hits i imagine yep all right, so this vine grabs your arm and very quickly, like, snakes and coils itself around your arm, and you feel it constrict on you. This and isn't a ranged attack, is it? It's a melee weapon attack. Rip. Yeah, rip a Rooney. Do I have... I do have a knife dice. Okay. Ugh. Right, uh, so that's going to do 14 damage. Jesus. <laughs> um, and you are grappled, so... Uh, you are going to uh, need to make a DC 14 um, either strength or dex check to on your next turn to become unrestrained. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So that's that the Vine's fun. turn. That was um, horrible. It is now <laughs> L's turn. Um, how close to death does this thing look? Um, getting there. The vines have definitely lost some steam as they have been like burnt and chopped and shot. Okay. Um, we're just gonna do casual three attacks. Sometimes you need to be just a lawnmower, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, okay. Nine, fifteen, and twelve. Um, nine, fifteen, and twelve. Those all three hit. Amazing. <laughs> we love to see it. Ugh. Okay, that's nine plus four is thirteen. Ooh, yes! Plus eight is twenty-one um, energy damage from my double savers. Twenty-one. You just like start chopping through vines. I'm just fucking windmilling through those vines. Um, and the uh, a bunch of plant matter and leaves um, start coming apart and like a lot of tension is lost in the like vine cluster so that like bodies start falling um, as they're like there's no more strength left to hold them up um, and then it is going to be Akala's turn there's only just a few like cords of wriggling vine left um, so you need to make a um, whichever is better for you, dexterity or strength uh, saving throw to get out of there. Hell yeah, dex. Let's do it. That is a 15? 15 uh, saves. So okay. you are able to get out. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if you still get your turn or not, though. I think like that is the action you take, right, is to resist yeah. it. It's yeah. the action, but... She still has her bonus action or movement if she right. got out. So you may do use that. Uh, yeah, I'll get out of it. Um, I don't have any. I can't. I don't have any bonus actions to hurt it. So rip. I guess that's my turn. Great. Um, Cornelius is going to uh, 
like step up next to uh, you, Akala, and is going to do a similar uh, kind of three chops uh, to the vines as L. He only hits twice. Um, and he uh, shreds the rest of the vines, uh, completely killing the mass um, and ending Ooh. the wriggling. Um, uh, just <laughs> and basically uh, between the the three light weapons and the incendiary rounds, this thing gets burnt and chopped into mulch. Um, and you guys are able to progress down the road and thunder. Question. Yes. Um, do I get any Bendu? staff vibes in the air um any my good my good buddy is is a stuffier your new best friend my new bestie um it doesn't feel like the bendu it feels much more consistent with what it feels like would to be in the presence of the possessed creatures and the worms gotcha just possessed vibes okay yeah um Okay, so thunder is roiling above you guys um, between the different arc projector towers across the district. The fog is still quite thick, although if you look behind you now, you'll notice that it's kind of lightening up um, from where the direction you've came. You officially get out uh, around the zoo, and there's like a bit of a hill um, up to the next um, checkpoint where you're going towards. Um, and as you guys start climbing up the hill, you start to hear like more and more like background chatter and as you keep progressing and progressing what you realize that you're hearing is like a mass shuffling of feet um and as you guys crest the hill you look out um and in front of you is essentially like a another large square with a church on one end and kind of like a large pedestrian center in a park and there are hundreds of people shuffling around aimlessly uh, through the purple smoke and all you can see is just the faint silhouettes um, of aliens and humans kind of shuffling aimlessly Um, and it doesn't appear that you are able to pass without confronting a horde of possessed individuals. Big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money. 